This week on Living Inspiration, I will be talking about how I became a Christian, about my life before Christ, how I met Christ, and what I'm doing to advance my relationship with Christ. But my life before Christ was never an easy road. Um, I'm not going to take up an hour or even 30 minutes to tell you how my life with Christ was before I met Christ because if I did I would lose y'all but what I will tell you is that so I come from a very rough background one I really don't want to get into much detail on because I'm trying to forget the past and live in it now and whatever life has in store for me so my life before Christ I was what you would call a man after worldly possessions I would do anything I could to make sure that whatever came out whatever the world had to offer it would be mine no matter what and when you tend to do that what I've realized now is you will actually lose yourself in the process I chased the world so much that I started hiding behind this identity that everybody put in front of me Um, I was once I used to have the nickname of Preacher Williams because I would dress in a suit and I carried the Bible around with me. But did I illustrate what the Bible had in it? No, I didn't. Behind closed doors, I lived life the way I wanted to live life. Which is not a good example for me or anybody else that looks at me and says, Oh, but he's a Christian. If that's how all Christians should act, or if that's how all Christians act, why should I become one? So... I would do anything in my power to drop that nickname, which led me to actually rapping and singing, and um, I would gain the name of Prodigy. While under the name of Prodigy, and I still use it from time to time, I would actually go and make several rap songs, none of which were godly, or had good intentions. They were all very secular songs and they involved multiple cuss words behind one another. It was not a line that went by that would actually have a clean line in it. So so my involvement after I started doing that with the church would actually kind of quickly fade away and it would actually lead me to a downward spiral that downward spiral actually got so bad that when I started realizing what it was causing me I would actually make a song called quickly fading when I made the song quickly fading it was never about me, it was about how I voiced myself 
and how much it actually had changed who I was and how others saw me. Um, now, keep in mind, I still have not had a relationship with Christ yet. So, you could tell that I was getting close to where I needed to be, but I still was not where I needed to be or wanted to be. So, after releasing the song Quickly Fading, I will actually go back to the lifestyle I was trying to get away from and pursue it all over again from scratch, pretty much. Now, what this did to me is since I couldn't find peace within myself, I would chase relationship after relationship after relationship after relationship and so forth, trying to find my identity into that next person. Because I tried to find my identity in another person, it caused me to lose who I was also, which sent me into another downward spiral. But when I got into that downward spiral, I didn't stop. I didn't realize anything that was going on around me. I would continue going forward. I would continue pushing and trying to find my identity within that person instead of who I really needed to find my identity within. So, with that being said, I will actually get engaged October 5th, 2017. Now, from the day that I made this that I'm making this podcast, that's a little over a year ago. So that's actually saying something. Well, next, I'm going to tell you how I ended up meeting Christ. So stick around. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple, and it's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. And you know, I've made this podcast my very own. I've talked about different things. And you know, that's just what you have to do when you want to be a podcast host. You got to know how to reach your audience. And best of yet, I'm on Apple iTunes. So, go to... Anchor.fm to start. And like I said, if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's part that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. So after listening to all that, you might ask yourself. Well, how did you become a Christian? Well, actually, it's quite funny on how I became a Christian. And um, before I go into 
any kind of detail, I'm actually let you listen to a song in between my segments so that you can hear it. And then I'll just kind of elaborate from there on a very short notice. So, enjoy. So, welcome back to Living Inspiration. Alright, so how did I meet Christ? Remember how I said that was a funny story? Well, let me go ahead and tell you what led up to me meeting Christ. So, I said I was engaged October 5th, 2017. Well, that engagement only lasts about 27 days. Well, not even that. It's about 24 days. So, on October 29th, around there, she called off the engagement while I was at work. So, um, what it was is lack of communication, and I was... I was trying to pursue Christ, but she was kind of there, and she was that wall, that barrier, anything that you could possibly think of that was keeping me from pursuing Christ, and that's what kept me from trying to pursue him at that moment, so after the breakup, she would go her separate way. I would kind of go my separate way. I was still kind of attached to her and everything. But I would immediately move on to one of my exes. And I would start dating her. Well, you know, jumping from a failed engagement straight into a relationship is never a good thing. Especially when that ex that you dated... Or decide that you would date again. You and her had problems the first two times that you dated. And now you're in this very toxic relationship for both you and her. So that relationship would go on and off, on and off, on and off. Until about February when we finally called it quits. Um... Around February, I started talking to this girl from Richland County, South Carolina. Um, she has a child. And I would go to work, but I would immediately hang up right before I left for work. I wouldn't say anything. I would just hang up. Well, on a daily basis, she would get mad with me, copping attitude because I couldn't message her while I was at work. And that was just the policy. You cannot have your phone out in front of the cameras. So, she got mad at me. She would also get mad that I would hang up without saying bye. Which I kind of understand. But at the same time, you have to understand that if it's 6 o'clock in the morning. And you're asleep and the baby that you... And that your baby is in the same room as you. I can't afford to wake your child up. Especially if your child just went to sleep. And you also just went to sleep. So that was a toxic relationship. So we end up calling it quits. In that one. So I go to another relationship. Kind of sound like a little man whore, don't I? 
Yeah, I kind of was. Actually, I kind of wasn't where I was. So, in this next relationship, she's a Christian, so to say, and I'm a Christian, so to say. I'm a Christian because I went to church. I served in church. That's what I felt made me a Christian. Well, around... Around February, I went to Rally, which is a event for 18 to 25-year-old college-age students sponsored by New Spring. It's where every campus meets together, and you all rally. You learn about Christ. Well... That point, I was still going through like this very weird transition, so I didn't like it when I first went to rally. I'm not gonna lie, but the following month in March is when everything started hitting and taking its toll on me. So, teaching pastor at New Spring, Clayton King, was actually preaching that night and he was preaching on relationships I don't know why but this message just kind of stood out to me it spoke to me more than anything and I was going in between jobs I was so like I was saying Clayton King was preaching on relationships and how God made relationships and how he intended them to be. And he also hit on one point that stuck out to me the most. Just because you love someone does not mean that you are supposed to be with that person. To that day, well to this day actually, that is still one of my main focuses. Just because I love someone does not mean that I am supposed to be with that person. Why that struck a nerve, I couldn't tell you. It had to be, it was the work of the Lord. That's all I can say. So, that night, he was speaking on a lot more stuff. But, I just felt like the Lord was talking to me saying, Hey, you need to stop putting your trust and your identity in everybody around you and people that you actually trust and in your relationships and you need to put your trust and your identity in me. It was like God was telling me, hey, I've seen everything that you've been doing and yet I could say that I don't know you and I, I never knew you. But, hey, here go an opportunity. You know that I've been working in your heart, but you've been doing everything you can to push me away. I think it's time for you to come home. You are the one that I left the other 99 for. So, come back home. And that night when Clayton King actually gave his invitation 
I accepted Christ. And when I accepted Christ, I, Clayton King asked us to stand up. And I did. That was my professional faith. That was my first step of professional faith. Of standing up in humility. Saying, yes, I am a sinner. I know that without Christ, I am nothing. So, later on that night, my accountability partner, who is actually younger than me, messaged me saying, Hey, I saw that you stood up. Did you give your life to Christ? I said, yes. It's like, I'm proud of you. It's a big step. I was actually featured in one of the pictures at rally that they had taken with people that had stood up. And when I posted on social media, several of my friends and people I volunteered with was like, dude, I'm so happy for you. This is a big step. A lot of people are afraid to take this step. So when it actually came to it, I realized, hey, I'm not in this alone. I got people that are going to stand there, that's going to be there, that's never going to leave me through this walk that I will have to go on. And with every trial and tribulation that I will go through, I won't have to face it alone. Because one, I'll have Christ right beside me. Two, I have family, friends, volunteers, and a church family that will support me and make sure that I follow the straight and narrow and make sure that I don't get off the track and the path that God has put in front of me. So that's how I met Christ. So, next up is how is when I got baptized and how I have learned from stuff that has happened since I've gotten baptized. So, continue to stick around and we'll be back. So just like that song by Hillsong, Season says, I believe my season will come. My season, like I said, finally did come. It was time for me to walk into my season. And that season was neither good nor bad. It was a season as a new Christian. I needed to learn to trust more on God and less on myself. So I was baptized the week after Easter, which would have been April 8th. So on April 8th, I was baptized. Now, this is why I chose this song for seasons. Because when I was baptized, I still had that mindset like, oh, well, I'm a born again Christian and everything's going to get great. Everything's going to do well. Everything's going to be just fine. If I couldn't be any farther from the truth. The moment I got baptized, two days later, I lost my job. After buying a new car. So I lost my job. While, while in that, I lost my girlfriend. Found out that she had been cheating on me. But, you know, that's fine. Now it is. Um, and I would be without a job for a month. Now, within that month, I was trying to, I was going back and forth, back and forth, trying to find jobs that would fit me. None of them actually fit me. 
I would actually apply for a job doing security. And my thought was, you know what? I'm just going to start applying. It don't mean I'm going to get it. I've never had any kind of experience between security. All I've ever had was retail and fast food. Well, if not five minutes after I filled out the application, I got a call from who was then the captain to set up an interview. I had an interview the same day. I would go to see the branch manager the following Monday, and I would be hired, and I would start there on May the 5th. Now, let's just take a little time. So, I've never worked security, but within five minutes of seeing my resume, I got a call. Now, I've been in security for almost seven months now. So, what God was trying to tell me is, hey, I got a job lined up for you. You just don't know about it yet. It's a new season for you. It's going to be a new day. It's a new experience. I need you to trust me. I need you to trust everything that I'm going to do for you from here on out. And since having this job, yes, I've been in the hospital for depression because of stuff that happened last year. But, you know, when it came down to the depression, I have learned a lot more stuff. You know, you got to let go of what was. You got to focus on what is. So with that being said, that is a short part of my testimony. I hope you all enjoy.